Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 43, Pele's compassionate nemesis, Poliahu, part two. That's right. This is part two, so please pause this episode and go back to episode 42 to get a deeper understanding of Poliahu. For the rest of us... The following is a Legends from the Pacific original story and is based on cultural records. The northern trade winds carried laughing and cheering into Pele's Kilauea volcano. Poliahu's name was chanted by her friends and infuriated Pele. Pele knew she was the superior god, but didn't understand why Poliahu's friends didn't see it. The cheering echoed in Pele's solitary dwelling. The fire goddess disguised herself in her most beautiful maiden form to prove she was more desirable than Poliahu. On a lower section of Mauna Kea, Poliahu and her friends sledded to the finish line. Poliahu won again, and her friends praised her unmatched sledding. The snow goddess hid her blushing behind her white cloak, thanked her friends, and helped those who asked. They were about to begin their next run when Pele, disguised as a beautiful woman, arrived. The fire goddess forgotten how stunning Poliahu was and knew her plan failed. Poliahu, unaware it was Pele, welcomed the beautiful stranger to her beloved Mauna Kea and asked if she would like to join their sled race. Pele realized she could win Poliahu's friends by beating the goddess. Pele smiled and said she'd love to, but didn't have a sled. Poliahu gave Pele her sled without hesitation and said she'd use a regular one. Poliahu's generosity infuriated Pele. The fire goddess forced a smile and suggested they begin at the summit. Poliahu's friends gasped. None of them dared race such a dangerous place. Poliahu hesitated, but Pele said she was an accomplished sledder. Poliahu agreed and gave Pele a perfect smile. Poliahu's friends stayed behind and made bets on how badly the beautiful stranger would lose. Pele stomped up Mauna Kea's summit. The snow goddess made small talk which the fire goddess answered with one response bursts. By the time they reached the summit, Pele's contained rage tugged at her forced smile. Poliahu suggested a straight race to the bottom. Pele agreed. Poliahu adjusted her white cloak and asked if Pele was ready. Pele worried that opening her mouth would release her pent-up aggression nodded. The goddesses began their race. 
Pele took the lead, relishing in her skill and Poliahu's superior sled. Poliahu appeared out of the corner of Pele's eye and passed the fire goddess. Pele grinded her teeth and summoned a tremor to jostle the snow goddess, but Poliahu's uncanny sledding ability helped her keep her balance and created a sizable lead. Pele saw red and melted a layer of snow in Poliahu's path, but this went unnoticed as Poliahu's powers restored the path. The snow goddess barreled down on the finish line. Pele surrendered to her emotions and opened a lava pit beneath the snow goddess. Poliahu fell, but the goddess grabbed her white cloak and spirited herself back to Mauna Kea's summit. The snow goddess looked down upon her competitor and yelled, Pele Honu Aumea, goddess of fire, mistress of Kilauea, you dishonored our game and disrespected my domain with your trickery. Pele reached the foot of Mauna Kea and unleashed her fury of lava lakes and waves. As Pele's wrath fell upon Mauna Kea, the snow goddess bowed her head and whispered, so be it. Poliahu summoned a great snowstorm that hardened the lava and knocked Pele to the ground. Pele wiped blood from her mouth, jumped to her feet, and created more lava to press her attack. Poliahu effortlessly countered Pele. Aftershocks from their elemental combat injured the fire goddess, but she continued fighting. Poliahu watched as Pele's injuries worsened. Her attacks became haphazard, and the fire goddess failed getting up. Poliahu's eyes narrowed, and she said, Pele, goddess of fire, mistress of Kilauea, you are beaten. While I can kill you, I do not wish such a tragedy, though you would not grant me the same mercy if our roles were reversed. Return to your domain and know you may live in peace as long as you stay away from my side of the island. Now go. Bleary-eyed Pele struggled to her feet and faced Poliahu. Pele remembered this. This was how it felt when she was killed by her sister, the ocean goddess Namaka. This was how it ends. Tears rolled from Pele's eyes. She screamed like a fierce beast and continued her senseless attacks. Poliahu frowned, grabbing her white cloak. She blocked Pele's attacks and summoned a great wind that swept Pele's frail body back to Kilauea. The snow goddess dusted her white cloak. Her friends cheered how she was more powerful than Pele. Poliahu blushed as she rejoined them and requested they return to their games. They agreed, and Poliahu retrieved her sled. The North Tradewinds carried their cheers and laughter to Kilauea, where Pele nursed her wounds and took comfort in the fact that she beat Poliahu in sled racing.
Coming up, your featured song and Hawaiian word. You can support us by becoming a Patreon supporter of our show. Patreon supporters enjoy a number of exclusive benefits, including monthly story-centered episodes, and allow us to create longer episodes. So sign up now. Today, Hawaiians continue performing ceremonies on Mauna Kea. However, because of Mauna Kea's height, the area has been developed to accommodate massive telescopes. This sparked controversy since many feel the sacred place should not be developed. Mauna Kea was also used as a training ground for the individuals journeying to Mars, and the ideal time to see snow on Mauna Kea is between November and March, which is around Makahiki. So you can enjoy tropical Hawaii and see a snow-capped mountain. As a child, my mom took my sister and I up to Mauna Kea. If you plan on visiting Mauna Kea, trust me, take a truck or jeep instead of a regular car. But that's a story for another time. There are some who say Poliahu and Pele are sisters, but this isn't true since Poliahu is Kane's daughter, and Pele is believed to be the daughter of Ku, the god of war. The goddesses' personalities also reflect their parents' temperaments. As for Poliahu and her real sisters, many of their stories were lost for a couple of reasons. First, many Hawaiians and Ali'i wished to be in favor of more violent gods like Pele or Ku, the god of war, to aid their military victories. Also, many feel the missionaries only recorded Hawaii's violent side to exaggerate the savage and bloodthirsty Hawaiians. So the few remaining stories of Poliahu and her sisters are cherished. Poliahu was depicted in Marvel Comics, and her beloved Hamakua Coast remains one of Hawaii's popular locations. An area along the coast named Laupahoe Hoi is believed to be the result of Poliahu and Pele's Battle of Ice and Fire, which was told centuries before George R.R. R. Martin's popular story. Also, an area near Mauna Kea is called Waimea. Waimea is known for the famous Parker Ranch, the largest working ranch in Hawaii and one of the biggest in America. Waimea carries on the legacy of Paniolo, or Hawaiian cowboys who began cattle wrangling in 1832, decades before the traditional American cowboys donned their spurs. But that's a story for another time. And finally, the area of Waimea is also known as Kamuela. Kamuela is my first name, so they named the area after me. Poliahu reminds me that compassion shouldn't be viewed as a weakness, but a sign of strength and deeper understanding, which I feel we all could use a little more of, especially during the holidays. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating, write a review, and share Legends from the Pacific with your friends and family. I'd really appreciate it. Don't forget to claim your free exclusive episode by joining our email list today. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, 
courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is named after Hawaii's snow goddess, Poliahu, by Olivia Tai, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is actually a phrase, and it's Mele Kaliki Maka. Mele Kaliki Maka means Merry Christmas. You probably know it from the song of the same name, sung by many famous singers including Bing Crosby, and a portion of it was played in the Christmas movie National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I remember seeing that after the Nintendo film The Wizard as a drive-in double feature, but I digress. Once again, Mele Kaliki Maka means Merry Christmas. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo, Ahui Ho, and Mele Kaliki Maka. Oh, Iman.